You're listening to Bravo Should Be Fun with Liz, Alex, and Micah. Hello, welcome back to Bravo Should Be Fun. I'm one of your hostesses, Micah. I'm Liz. And I'm Alex. And we've got a lot going on. Not really like Bravo wise, because we're just going to go through Beverly Hills and Miami. But guys, there's still a lot going on. It's Alex's big birthday tomorrow. Yeah. National holiday. It should be a national (laughs) holiday. Better not be going to work. I refuse to work on my birthday. Same. It's like illegal. I can't, I mean, they can't get me in there anyway. But then, like, adding that in, it's definitely not going to work. Oh, you guys are so nice to remember. (laughs) Um, Duh. And it's also my friend Michelle's birthday, like my (gasps) Texas main bitch, who I'm actually going to see on Friday. Today or tomorrow? Tomorrow. (gasps) Oh my God. Same as you, buddies. Ah, happy birthday. Also, I just for the scheduling purposes of this show, I think that we, I guess we're kind of, we normally set out to do this once a week, but now we're kind of finding we're in our rhythm of like doing twice a week, which I hope you guys all like. Also, we will have to discuss when Summer House comes back in like two weeks. I'm so excited because I'll be on Thursday nights and we are sure as hell going to be covering that immediately. Yeah. What do we do? How do we schedule this? I don't know. We'll have to discuss more. (laughs) Life is so hard. Also... Potomac won't be Potomac is not going to be airing next Sunday because of the Super Bowl. So not that that's a huge loss at this point in time. No, we're seeing Usher. It's the Usher concert. Yeah. Usher, baby. Uh, There are rumors that Justin Bieber might make uh, an appearance. (sighs) Don't you toy with me. (laughs) Don't you toy. At the Super Bowl. I would lose it. It would be like a birthday miracle. (laughs) It was the beast of heaven. (laughs) I have some requests. Crazy that the Super Bowl's in Vegas. Like I feel like so much is going on in Vegas. I mean, I guess like BravoCon being in Vegas was kind of another big coincidence of just like these big events happening in Vegas. Everyone's migrating after I left. Thanks a lot, assholes. (laughs) (laughs) I don't forget that you live there. Liz, you're like a little grumpopotamus today. I hope we're I cheering you up. I was so happy when Marisol, I was just, I've just been like exhausted all day. The Celsiuses were not helping. I was like, the lack of sunlight wasn't helping. Annoying stuff at work. You know how it mm-hmm. is. Just like eating things that weren't nourishing me mentally. So, you know, just the February right. blues. But I... <sighs> Recording with you girls always makes me happier, so. Yay. (laughs) We're here to help. Yes, of course. Also, it's a huge zit. You know, that's always fun to deal with. But you got that Mario B. You'll be all right. (laughs) Right, Mario B. Good as as new tomorrow. Yeah, for sure. What about Micah? What's going on? Nothing much. I'm just going to go to Houston on Friday to go see my Texas Maine, and I'm pretty excited about it. That's fun. The one with your birthday, Alex, actually. My friend Michelle. I mean, yeah, (laughs) probably. (laughs) Unfortunately for me, she's like really into Taylor Swift, as many people are. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. That's just not how I celebrate. You don't roll that way. Mm -mm. That's okay. But it's still going to be pretty fun, I think. What are you guys going to do? She's having dinner 
And after that, I guess we're just going to see. The thing with me and my friend is that we can always like manage to find some sort of trouble to get into. Oh, yeah. Like this one time. Yeah. When we were in. okay, last time we were in Dallas together, we were at some club. It was like a bachelorette party. And we wound up hanging out with like big boy from Outkast and Bundy. Yeah. That's amazing. It's that guy who's saying, everybody in the club get tipsy. Oh, Chingy. Yeah. He's from St. Louis. I'm pretty sure it was his birthday or some That's other guy's amazing. birthday, like one hit wonder. <laughs> it was like funny. So I'm hoping we get into some type of shenanigans like that, but involving rappers. <laughs> T- TBD. Yeah. Maybe no rappers. I don't know. Who's to Alex, say, really? Are you doing anything fun for your birthday? Um, I'm going to hang out with my sister and her family. That's always lovely. And not work. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Did you take Friday off? Hopefully. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to. Okay, good. I can't take Thursday off and then stroll in on a Friday like a chump. I was going to call you insane if you just took Thursday off. Ugh. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's the way to go. I want it to be like a bank holiday. That's how I know when I've made it. I just want to go live in Spain where the ladies of Beverly Hills are because they take siestas every day and don't take life too seriously. And like, it's still pretty awesome over there. Just saying. You can kind of tell that they're like moving a little slower in in this episode. Do you think it's Spain? Yeah. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, they just seem a little more chill. I mean, especially in this episode, not that like it was a little boring, but you know, I still enjoyed it thoroughly. I need Erica to step away from her earrings or that whole entire topic. Yeah, I know. Oh my God. Well, first of all, Sutton was breaking my freaking heart, but it was yeah. nice to see Kyle like be nice to someone for once. So right. that was probably the highlight of Kyle's season for me. I just can't believe. So they go and spread the ashes of Merce and it symbolically was representing Sutton's marriage and her death, the death of her dad also. But like, I mean, I, I don't understand how Garcelle and Kyle didn't freak out more about having the ashes blow back (laughs) in their face. Like they didn't even check like the wind like direction. (laughs) Right. Have you guys ever seen the big Lebowski? A long time ago. Um, part of it actually. Okay, so they let ashes go in that movie and it like comes back on them. And that's all I could picture the entire time this is happening is that scene from the Big Lebowski. I was thinking about when Sonia spread the ashes of Milu. Oh my God, I totally <laughs> forgot about that. I did it's too. It's kind of like a, a trope in comedy movies of like ashes flying back in people's faces. Apparently, because it happens in real life, too. Right, yeah. I would have lost my shit. What would you guys have done? I mean, I think that they... I probably would have kept my cool because it's, like, such an emotionally heightened moment that they could read the room that Sutton, like, wouldn't have taken. It wasn't Sutton's fault, obviously. It was just an unfortunate uh, happenstance that they flew back on her. I felt like they were then blessed. <laughs> what I would have done is now accepted that oh Merce was now a part of me. <laughs> and that I was probably going to be more of a bad bitch. So. <laughs> yeah. I would have asked for an immediate baptism to get the ashes off of me. Probably. No but. way, man. That was your like, your I ash mean, Wednesday. Maybe they did it on a Wednesday. No, I don't know. I'm Erica. not her ass the bill. <laughs> He's getting my dry cleaning bill. As Erica <laughs> said, she doesn't know this man. 
she just I, wishes oh yeah that's everywhere everybody talks about how they wanted to let a bunch of stuff go and i just really thought like garcelle i don't even know what she was talking about but like the turquoise necklace that she was wearing she needs to like let that go and then maybe she'll find love again because that <laughs> shit was sudden sudden needs to let the mouse go or no that's dorit right let the mouse go dorit needs to let the mouse go so dorit got up there and she had to say you know here's what i'm letting go of and yeah. she's like, I don't know if I can let go of my trauma and my PTSD and blah, blah, blah. So what I'm going to do is let go of my expectations of PK. So this yeah. motherfucker is now going to get away with even more. He's going to be an even crappier husband. So bravo, PK. Good good for you, man. You've successfully lowered the bar. For all of them. Yikes. Also, I was surprised to learn that it was actually Christian who filed divorce from Sutton I don't think we knew that before oh my god I she did it yeah it kind of I felt that way too like it was sort of assumed that I mean there really was no detail that I remembered about it she never really discussed it but what I found to be like so horrific about the whole thing is that she was basically just served divorce papers not even served but her her soon-to-be ex-husband just called oh by the way get a lawyer I just filed divorce papers like what the fuck like people can be like confrontation averse, I guess, but come on. Yeah. Better. I, and I thought she said in a earlier episode that they were, had been separated and were going to try to work through it. But then he just said, I'm filing. I'm pretty sure that came, that came to, you know, she told us about that a couple episodes ago. That's like the cats on the roof. <laughs> my friends hate it when I say that, some of them. It's like when somebody goes out of town and you're like, hey, watch my cat. Yeah. And the cat's actually dead, but they can't just tell you that. So okay. instead they're like, oh my God, the cat's on the roof. Can't get down. Oh my God. Like, oh my God. The fire truck is here and they're trying to get the cat and the cat still won't come down. They're like, cat looks super dehydrated or like whatever. And then eventually it's like, Dude, your cat is like dead. Oh my Damn. god! I don't like I don't like a dead cat metaphor. Not gonna lie, <laughs> because As of like, her cat sweater, it just seemed very apropos. So yeah, true. I just feel like him separating, like the cat was on the roof. Come on. Oh, like the writings on the wall. Yeah, yeah, like that. That's a better term. That's way better than a poor yeah, dead. I really, felt really bad for the cat. <laughs> I mean, I like, would that's fine. the statistic of when people get separated what's the chance that they are actually going to get back together and like successfully work on something hopefully zero yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> Alex I mean, what's, I really the what's like 50 percent so the probably once you get separated that's about another 70 percent I would say unless you can grow up and learn some emotional labor, like some emotional yeah. intelligence really fast, you're probably right. just going to get a divorce anyway. So just go for it. <laughs> I agree. This whole Crystal and her brother storyline is odd to me and I don't care. But I also think it's weird that like her and her mom were basically made him separate from his fiance during COVID. What was that about? You can't make a grown man separate from but his fiance. But they did. 
Like yeah, they demanded how? that he leave China, I believe. Yeah, but like, why didn't he bring her? Oh, because it was a visa situation. She couldn't get into the country. Yeah. And then why is she saying he's gone forever? That's like crazy. I know. When he's it's half a of weird the time. situation. And supposedly this is the Justin Bieber of China. That's how she described him. With his 5,000 Instagram followers. <laughs> exactly. Okay. I do not want him at the Super Bowl halftime. <laughs> I'm putting that out there. Yeah. You know what? I haven't seen him perform. Maybe he is the Justin Bieber of China and like China just won't let, you know, their people on Instagram. No, but think so. of how many more people China has. If you are the Justin Bieber of China, you have like five times the following. You should. And communism too. So who knows? Well, Don't they make you follow yeah. somebody? This is a non-political podcast. We don't talk about communism. <laughs> oh, also, I just, just wanted to say, like, what's the what's it called? A disclaimer. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know anything about like legal advice <laughs> or medical advice. All the things I say are just nonsense. So don't, don't take anything. If you I were say. coming to us for legal or medical advice. This is your warning not to. You are fucked. In the, in the wrong place. Right. We can talk a lot of shit. For only entertainment purposes. Correct. And I just know from my experiences and what I've heard, but I am not giving out any advice to anybody. Also, I thought uh, like the a theme of this episode was basically that Erica wants to be apologized to for this necklace or the earrings. I mean, it's like she gets so close to not being an asshole. Right. And then just runs backwards as fast yeah. as she can. Leopards don't change their spots. I know. It's strange. She's such an asshole. Just give it up. Like, how does she not see that that money is so laundered that no, it's in appeals. She's now it doesn't even wanting matter an apology that, for appeals court. It's really like the sad. principle of the thing now that it doesn't matter if it technically wasn't laundered and he earned that on his own through good faith lawyer work. But at this point, there are victims. And there's an excess of money that could be given to them because of the value of these earrings. I get that she can't just hand over cash to them. Not that she would anyway. But like, I get that she wouldn't probably because she doesn't want to seem like she's guilty, right? You don't want to look bad and and be like, yep, we did it. now she's doing that. But you could just stash some stuff away from like, in like a trust or something. Even if she did that, she's not going to say anything. And she's definitely not going to do that either. There are people that could advise her on how to navigate this properly. Where the hell are they? Yeah, where the hell are they? (laughs) They need to just travel around with her like her glam squad. She literally said that her therapist was like, listen, your feelings matter. But she missed the fact that like Erica doesn't really have any feelings. And so how is that going to work? She, her, you can tell... Even, especially with her mom, the way they interact, she is like hardened emotionally. Just I think growing up, probably being, you know, not coddled is what I took from her childhood. Right. She's inherently cold. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, PK wasn't wrong. PK. Damn. Coming from PK. Yeah. He's like pissed off about Berlin and Dorit's PTSD. Coming from him, that's rough. <laughs> okay, now that we love the Watcher Crappens boys, the most hilarious part of their recaps is that it's constantly like they find some way to work in the ladies and gentlemen, Berlin. 
part of the, in the episode. <laughs> oh my god, that's probably what made me think of. I was listening to him yesterday. I think I was texting you guys and like cackling. Yeah, they're so funny. I love it. Berlin. I just love that they have like such long episodes, like two, like two parts. Yeah. Well, you need several parts to go over yeah. everything, really. Yeah. But what did you guys think of when Kyle got up to the edge of to throw the the flowers over and saying that she felt guilt for the situation with Florine. I mean, who wouldn't, right? Like, if that's your friend, I would feel I would feel guilty, but I feel like she was throwing Mauricio over. Here's my take. I I had this same thought, like, say it, Kyle, like you just want to let go of Mauricio. Oh, but yeah. I don't but instead she was talking about the guilt that she has for not like being a better sister and a better friend and and mm-hmm. honestly, what I was hearing are a bunch of things that were not in her control. And maybe yeah. Kyle just irritates the shit out of all of us because she just won't be like her own person. She's too busy trying to make everybody else in her life happy. And that makes nobody happy ever. I know. I feel like she's turning a corner this season, though, in the way of not want not needing to please everyone so much she's pleasing morgan (laughs) i mean they're sober together they're working out together they're tattooing together like and poor mauricio's like hey will you just come to my like you know my real estate event or whatever and she's like oh well but he doesn't show up to her event time he doesn't show up to her you know celebration of life she defended him on that i saw on insta she was like know, uh, it still, was it, it is what it is but did she actually mean it but he is asking her to go and do something and she's like he's not even trying girlfriend stop just stop yes he is i don't think he's trying because it looks like all he's i mean as she explained at the end of the episode it's like he's anytime there are problems with work, he puts all of his all of his energy into f- fixing that problem. And then there's this issues, these issues with their marriage and he's not putting the same energy towards it. Like it doesn't matter as much to him. Men are different, though. They're like thinking about like being a provider and all that. And I get that they have like more money than God. But he also probably thinks, oh, my God, I have like 25 daughters. I got to keep up with this for all of them. And he's trying to invite her to do something with him. And she's just like not having it. She's all annoyed. Sometimes like you just have to leave. He's like, they're like the blind leading the blind. Like just tell him what you want and say, hey, do this. I think Mauricio would rise to the occasion. But I think a lot of men, they see work as like problems that aren't involving emotions. So they're easier to tackle. And with the marriage, that's not a quick fix. That's like not something that you can, you know, you need to put way more work into that. No, she could have looked at like, oh, them spending time in the, if they were riding together, she could look at it like, oh, we're spending time together in the car. Like that could be us working on it. Like they've been married for how long? Like it's not always going to look like new and exciting. So so I'm kind of like, like give him a I, I don't know I like Mauricio so I can't I really I I'm the best person to ask <laughs> well I'm gonna be very blunt I'm gonna give my very blunt honest opinion here and I think a lot of people kind of miss the mark just because we all think so differently from one another <laughs> I think that men and maybe Mauricio putting thoughts in his head I think that maybe work gives him like a sense of purpose and a sense of self-worth yeah and Kyle all she's giving him is I can't fucking please you or do anything right so why on earth would you try he's gonna do 
he's going to put more into something that he knows he can be successful at. It's like people that don't try new things if they think they're going to be bad at something in a way. She, but like, what is he supposed to do to please her? She's not easy to please. Like, I just feel like it's I feel like it's the emotional connection that they're missing. I mean, I just feel like I mean, she was saying that he wasn't there for her when Loreen died. And, you know, it's probably just like a you know, dominoes since then. No, that's what everybody else said. Go back and watch it. I promise. Okay, I will. (laughs) Because she did. She defended him on Instagram. Maybe she did say it, but like she went on there. It was like, we talked about it before. Like, get it right. Yeah, and I'm not talking about the celebration of life. I'm talking about like before that event. And it was talking about how he, she was, he was not helping her through that time in her life. And I think it was around the time when the life coach was coming over to talk. Dudes can be like dummies though. I'll, I'll be like brutally, like brutally honest. Once again, I feel like expectations are like the demise oh, of so many yeah. relationships that could be. Oh, like, I yeah. I tell agree. Him what yeah. you want. Just tell him what you want. Tell him what to do. It sounds like terrible, but I'm sorry. It's not going to be romance and flowers forever. Like grow up. Yeah. No, I see what you mean. I, I, maybe it is the thing that Kyle doesn't even know what she wants at this point. And I she think that's Morgan. Like, I think that's just part of her changing and evolving and like her saying that she wants to go live in Aspen, you know? Yeah. All that outdoorsy bullshit that we've never seen in the past, like 14 years or whatever. Okay. Yeah. Also, there is the really crazy dynamic of like her never knowing if she's going to be pissing off Kathy and whether that connection is going to be cut off tomorrow because she said something she's like weird walking or like because something yeah, got well, back to Kathy and she's like, it's like living with like a mental terrorist, basically walking on eggshells. Yeah. I feel like I, I have family members like that where likewise, you know, it could be good one day and then the next day something you know, said to them in the wrong way. And it's, you know, you don't talk to it for a month. I just feel like you kind of get caught up in all this drama. All hell breaks loose that you don't even see coming. And then you just get stuck standing there with like your dick in your hand. Right. <laughs> That's just kind of so how I see it. Kyle's the one with the dick in her hand. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's got not it. Mauricio's. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> What's rough is Mo would probably drive the getaway car, but she's like pushing him away. He does not want him. No. Where's Morgan? Uh, I mean, her also just saying to, I mean, I think we've like kind of moved on to the scene of Kyle and Dorit talking about them because that was really like the latter half of them getting home. Oh, also, I just want to ha- make a shady comment that I thought uh, the <laughs> those shoes that Garcelle received, I think they were like Gian Benito Rossi. Those are so ugly. They looked so cheap and ugly. They I liked them. Oh, no, I liked them. <laughs> I thought they were just the The flimsiest plastic I've ever seen. I like the jewels, but not the plastic. $1,400. Are you joking? Those were $1,400. Yeah, they have the price tag. Oh, I didn't pay attention. Cute. I just don't know how anybody wears like cute shoes anymore. Like, somebody please tell me how. I don't know what happened to me, but I just can't. I can't do it. You've had kids. Yeah, I feel like your feet no, get lighter. No, it's like our tolerance kids. has gone down. But hey, you know, you can, I'm not going to shout out the brand I work for, but you know that we have cute shoes. I know. And they're actually really comfortable. Good. Maybe maybe we've got a finally a sponsor coming around. <laughs> Probably not. Just send me shoes and I'll advertise for anyway. Yes, of course. Whatever you want. I love them all in red. I feel like 
red is definitely Garcelle's color. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. It was funny because I couldn't even tell until they called it out that Kyle was wearing a different, like, he, she was more of an orange, a bright orange. Orange. I didn't tell either. The saturation on my... On TV, it wasn't probably as obvious as it was. You know what was really killing me? What color? Like, what in the Michael Jackson hell was Erica wearing in her confessional? And I feel like maybe I just didn't notice up until yet. I don't know. She's oh, been wearing that one? gold thing. It's like that gold sparkly corset thing with the necklaces. Oh. It's just- oh, she looks like she should be on a cruise ship. Oh, see, I that was not as offensive to me as like the one that's like has the scribble, like the scribble marks all over it. Oh, I and hate that like outfit. A, a Venetian hat. Also, Dorit had a new confessional look with like this mesh orange top and her hair was a little darker. It looked strange. The sparkles piss me off. I don't like it. (laughs) Her hair does look good, though. What did you guys think of Kyle just taking documents from Mauricio and signing them blindly? No, dumb. I do that. But do you think she would end up like Teresa? Do you think Mauricio, because he's got all these businesses and stuff, she could be screwed? I mean, technically, yeah, she could, but I just don't see him being that way. I know. I don't see him being shady business-wise. Like, Joe Giudice was on a whole nother shady level, so. Right? Like, trust your intuition. I'll give it to Mauricio that he, I don't think he comes across as a crook. Yeah, he's not, like, trying to steal from her or anyone pk hell no i'd have to read every line every dot (laughs) i wouldn't play around did you read have an answer for that did she even chime in i don't yeah i don't think she's like i'm going to jail (laughs) who was talking about like garcelle and sudden but they got like kind of screwed so which is sad garcelle sudden didn't get screwed i think garcelle was just saying hey let's that's like dumb to get married again to have to split everything that would lose her alimony right yeah there's no way in hell no but garcelle i don't know her settlement she probably didn't get that much yeah i don't even know who that guy is i don't remember what he does all i know is she sent an email to his company very angrily Uh, yeah Ooh, i like that word it works no i just feel like they were kind of giving Kyle a little bit of bullshit because she's just like, whatever, I'll sign. I'm kind of the same way. Ross is literally coming to like wherever I am and then like sign. (laughs) And then he just like leaves. (laughs) Well, he's trustworthy. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder when we're going to get the conversation on Beverly Hills where Kyle is talking to all the daughters about them, about her and Mo. Right. It's got to be soon, please. I know, because they, they've already filmed the reunion, so I feel like this season's winding down. I really did love Kyle laughing at Dorit, though, for just, like, trying to say Coca-Cola. <laughs> yes. I don't remember that scene. Oh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dorit drinking a Coca-Cola. That's... Just say Coke. Come on. Comical. She's used to cocaine in her bathroom. <laughs> She's got to specify. <laughs> She's got to verify what it is. <laughs> I actually was pretty impressed with like their little dance up on the the flamenco stage. Like they all remember their stuff. That's pretty good. Not gonna lie. I was kind of like, I was kind of scrolling on my phone during that. <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna say it wasn't basic, but right. it's more than I could do, especially in those shoes. So yeah, yeah. true. Good for them. Dorit's shoes. I loved the Dolce & Gabbana's 
on the cobblestones. I mean, those are sick platforms on cobblestones. Like, that's insane. All I could think it was, like, she's going to break her ankle. My ankle would be snapped in uh, one second on <laughs> on those cobblestones. Yep. Dude, so same. dumb. Yeah. Same. I'd be screwed. I have weak ankles. It's I have many scars from my going out days. <laughs> I broke my ankle once. You broke oh, your no. ankle? In <gasps> Vegas. Yeah. Oh, damn. I got a piggyback ride from a fella who just wasn't, I guess, ready for it mentally. And he dropped me. Shut up. <laughs> oh, no. Damn. I hope you sued. Yeah. I know, right? Oh, my God. I would have sued his ass. <laughs> I'm suing you for um, lack of piggybacking skills. <laughs> Excuse me. Did you know you can sue for lack of enjoyment of life? Do you know how many men I need to currently sue? <laughs> Wait, is that true? You can just sue for lack of enjoyment I of life. I saw it on the internet, which to me makes it extremely true. <laughs> I got a list. I believe it all and everything. Yeah, what's that like? What's the legal legalese for that? What's like what legalese? Like, what are you like suing? You're saying like I'm suing for lack of enjoyment of life. Yeah, like you broke my spirit for three months. Give me three <laughs> months worth of rent. <laughs> Uh, I would like to be compensated for my loss of enjoyment during that time. I feel like I might be on the receiving end of that lawsuit. So I, I don't know. <laughs> nope, like, never, yeah. never mind. <laughs> Doesn't exist. Don't. Uh... <laughs> abort. Abort. <laughs> Anything more on Beverly Hills? No, it was such a snooze. Yeah, there were peaks and valleys. I mean, they knew what they were doing with saving the Kyle stuff for the end of the episode because that's all we cared about, you know. Is it? Tell us already. I don't think there's anything to tell, honestly. I don't even think they're going to get divorced. No, I don't think they will. I want those two crazy kids to work it out. I'm not going to lie. I mean, an arrangement. I don't really care. Right? Like Mia and Gordon. I just want them to live their own life. And honestly, okay. So remember like all those scenes of Mauricio partying with kids in Aspen? That was weird. Uh, yeah, yeah, that was yeah. weird. I With think maybe Anita. she didn't like that. If that's the state of their relationship currently, then I don't think they're doing a lot to work it out. Hey, man, that was like a month ago. Right. It could have gotten better. Oh, okay. It could have gotten better. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he was hitting so many slopes. I feel like you're <laughs> you're secretly their divorce lawyer, and you're like trying to keep the scent away from... <laughs> I'm like their publicist. Yeah, you are. Yeah, exactly. You're their publicist. And you're like, nope, they're good. They're all good, guys. They're working it out. I've never heard that. <laughs> no further comment. Let's move on to Miami. My, the Island of the Dolls. Yeah, they picked right back up where they left off. Yeah. Oh, my God. And creepy as hell. And then me, me using the bathroom. Ugh. Marisol said it smelled like death. Like, Cat piss. That's meth. Right. That's meth. <laughs> Yeah. I've heard that meth smells like cat piss. And I know this because of Sonia saying that about Kelly Ben Simone on Fury Island. (laughs) I don't know if that's true. What the hell was that hut? Like, was that a gift shop? No, I think it was just a bathroom. What the hell are you going to buy it in? I don't know. But like hanging dog gift shop. And there were like heads in jars and like dangling Barbie legs. Maybe you can like tie one to a tree. I don't know. Who would buy that? I mean, it looked like it was private property too. I don't, I just, I don't. Maybe I should get some of those for my girls. <laughs> those it, reminded me, 
I recently watched <laughs> Toy Story with that kid that like tears apart dolls and like sticks them. Sid? Uh, uh, yes, Sid, Sid exactly. Yeah. It reminded me of that. I love Woody. Play nice. Yeah. Right? yeah. Yep. Now play. Or no, what was the thing that Woody said? Yeah, I think he said play nice. It was like so play nice. Yeah, and then yeah. oh, when he stands up on his own, yeah, in yeah, front yeah. of Sid, yeah, yeah, yeah. That movie's a classic. Uh, that was such a chaotic scene of Julia crying, Gertie puking, Lisa taking selfies. <laughs> I know you were cracking up at that. I oh, died laughing. I was so pissed off. Lisa's literally taking selfies with the mariachi like gondola that's passing by. She's in her and own Gertie's world. Puking. And where the hell did that like hazmat size, like whatever the hell they're called, like hazard bins? Oh, I don't have, know. Like, Nicole but... pulled out this massive garbage can. I've never seen anything that big, like that you just lift up and hand to somebody. It was massive. Right. Gertie's puking in it. And Lisa's like, Ooh, where's my lip gloss? Did you hear her say that? She's like, but it's a floating mariachi. Ba- oh, yes. And she goes, I can't find my lip gloss. Like, she didn't give one no. flying fuck. And yeah. that made me so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I know. But, you know, she had to pray about Lenny and whatever. Gertie only has cancer. She doesn't understand. Right. Exactly. She could never understand Lisa's problems. Yeah. And I mean, I think band. for a while, Larsa was the bottom of the barrel character wise on this show. But I feel like Lisa's kind of leading the pack in the past couple episodes. You know, that's like bad, too. When Larsa makes like when you make Larsa look good, like a good person <laughs> in humanity. Yeah. And people are liking Larsa from the couple episodes that she was like not insufferable on the traders also. Really? I can't there's nothing I I don't know, maybe I just like hate watch her, but I can't jump on a good board with her. Oh no, we'll never be on board with her. She's just not as bad as Lisa right now. Oh, okay. Yes, I will co-sign to that. <laughs> yeah. Lisa's really looking like the devil. She's making herself look terrible. Was it just me? Did you guys tear? I literally teared up when I saw Gertie like crying for Russell mm. and she couldn't even like respond. And Nicole was sitting with her. I know. Yes. Oh my God. That was so sad. Yeah. I wonder if she was. It- I mean, she seemed like it was maybe just dehydration. It's so funny how Beverly Hills and Miami are like they're both on their trips they're both having people go to the hospital (laughs) like it's just funny that they're literally at the same point in their seasons they both went to churches too right yeah right yeah oh yeah Uh, (laughs) they sure diddly did Beverly Hills did not go to a island of dead babies though so that's the only difference They're too classy for that kind of shit. (laughs) (laughs) How does that even happen? Like, how does that happen to you? Like, are you just on TripAdvisor? Like, you know, know, scrolling around with your little mouse and you're like, oh, this looks cool. And stupid Alexia just doesn't bother to like read the end of the blurb (laughs) that describes the trip. (laughs) And then you just wind up surrounded by like baby dolls hanging from trees. (laughs) What the fuck? You took a wrong turn. I just wouldn't let her plan any more trips. Choose your own adventure. Hell not. Where they took one wrong turn (laughs) and it ended up at the island of the dead babies. (laughs) The dead babies. (laughs) Oh my God. How about Adriana getting ready for Pride? Yeah. She was so cute. 
And Julia's eye makeup was like incredible. What was different about her face though? Like there was something with her makeup where her face looked unrecognizable to me. Well, it was probably like stage makeup. I guess. It was or like you know how there people do the bronzer on their nose where it makes it look like a little like reindeer um who whoville person nose. Oh yeah. I try to do the contour. That's probably I try, what it but it like. doesn't work. <laughs> I know. So I just big. look dirty. I look like I have dirt smudges on me. I know. Someone's like licking their thumb and like trying to rub it like off. It's not Ash Wednesday. <laughs> Something's on your face, bitch. Get it off. Yeah. It's awful. I was obsessed with Julia's eye makeup, the rainbow across her eyes. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, my God. That was incredible. She looks so good. I know. And I love she, she spelled her best friend's name wrong. She's like, it was the Russian spelling. That was so cute. With the E, not the I. I was like, oh. who else? And oh, didn't they mark Luan, it out? Luann famously had Bethany's name spelled wrong in her phone book and also didn't know how to spell pedophile when she called Carol. Oh, my God. <laughs> she spelled it like there's an F in there. <laughs> Wait, who did Luann call a pedophile? Carol for dating her niece, for dating Adam, who was like 30. Oh, my God. I thought about him randomly today and like he oh, had really? a baby. Yes, but it makes me think like because he had the baby or he had the cat baby. The dog. The the dog name. Oh, no, the cat too. Yeah, they named every pet baby. Yes, I don't know why I was thinking about this today, but I was like, does he call this baby baby or is this baby (laughs) baby or like what's going on here? Okay, also weirdly enough, speaking of Carol, her mother-in-law lee radswell is on that new capote and the swans show oh yes she is i love the swans i read a couple of books about capote and the swans i haven't watched i haven't finished the first episode but it's on my list it's good like uh, no spoilers and there's nothing like it's a little slow yes but it's like it's about classism yeah you know what i mean and it's about high society and the secrets that they hide and what really can like ruin their life versus what can like ruin our life? You know, yeah. it's almost like a joke, but it, but their reactions are so intense. Yeah. Um, so just watch it. It's good. I, if anything, just watch it for like the costumes, you know, and the, like the set design. I kind of dig that more than anything usually. Yeah. Cause that's like the forties, isn't it? 50s, 60s. 50s? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think they were done with Truman Capote in the 70s. Okay. Like early 70s is when all that went down. He's a little annoying to me, but. (laughs) No, I just, is there a few episodes or no? There's like two or three now. Oh, okay. Okay. I can deal with that. If you guys like a binge, go watch True Detective. Oh my God. It's so good. It's so good. It's really scary though. I'm kind of I mean, just text me you'll be okay oh god I'll, I'll help you through it watch season <laughs> one skip season two watch season three and season four has been amazing Jodie Foster's in it and like ugh, I don't even know I liked her that much but she's great I see the commercials I just never watch it well watch it damn it <laughs> too busy watching Bravo <laughs> I know there's like no time for anything else okay Back to Miami. I really feel like so annoyed with Lisa too because Kiki was like trying to be like making up with her and include her. And Lisa's like, uh, don't throw stuff at me. Like, oh my God. She's making herself look terrible. Yeah, dude. She's like painfully annoying. And then she said it was a joke. Like, you're not funny. 
I know. And it's like, Lisa, honestly, I think the Karabins guy said it too, but I was so nervous that she was like going to throw that food and the dogs were going to like dive into the water to try and get oh, it. And, they I know. Drown. and there are crocodiles in that water, I would think. Oh, I didn't even think of that aspect. I would be willing to bet that there are some Mexican crocodiles in those waters. That's always petrifies me of the South of like, I just always like because my grandmother lived in tampa for a while growing up and i was just here of like horror stories of like a little boy walking his dog and getting eaten both of them getting eaten by alligators oh shit i know no i think about that a lot when that like alligator or crocodile thing like yeah ran out of the water at disney oh i can't even talk about it It makes me too sad it just adds to my my motherhood fear okay i really loved kiki kind of calling lisa out and be like yeah so lucky that these are your problems they're like a joke right just be grateful literally lisa's just worried about how many millions she's going to be getting from lenny it's obnoxious she was like hbic for years just count your lucky fucking stars that you even got there but so do you think that it's like the fact that she feels like she needs to be wanted and she needs to be in a romantic partnership to feel like she's valued maybe i think that she's embarrassed i think she's embarrassed and likes money yeah she's shallow for sure She's shallow as hell. Yeah, she's acting shallow, materialistic. Like, she, when you don't show any concern for the woman going through chemo, who's like puking yeah. in a trash can on the yeah. boat, and you're like taking selfies. Right. I'm sorry. Also, Gertie and Kiki win this whole episode, but also the fact that they don't know Kiki's story at all and don't ask her any questions, don't even know her son's name. They don't like, know her son's we name. We didn't even know that she had a son, though. Yeah. Kiki? Yeah, yeah. I was, sorry, I was thinking Gertie for a second. I'm like, yeah, she's got two. but She doesn't talk about them a lot. They're probably like not allowed on camera or whatever, which is fine. But she does have a kid for sure. She's a single mother. Yeah, but also her friends should know. I mean, she, yeah, when she was like, uh, that was like my grandmother's house. What's my son's name? Right. Last week she said men are asshole. Men's <laughs> are asshole. But <laughs> yes. this Men's, week it's like Lisa is asshole. Men are asshole. <laughs> Oh, also Lisa's at Pride, Lisa's dress with like, it was like little, it was larger. I loved like, it. Payettes of yeah. the rainbow. That dress was beautiful, but also Kiki's oh, was, yeah. or no, Gertie's was. I think Gertie's kind of had like a holographic purpley look. Oh yeah, that was pretty. Those are my favorites. That was good. Oh my God. Lisa's dress was like just beyond. It yeah. made me mad. I was like, ugh. So I can't cute. be mad at you when you look she that finds good. the cutest shit. Like sh- her dress game is on point. Like her little body. You know I, I think she's like short and t- tiny and has huge boobs. So like everything looks good on her. Yeah. Like her and Nicole. They right. Always look good. Well, they have like the, you can tell that they actually have small frames for their body. And I don't think Nicole has implants, but obviously Lisa does. Yes, she does. Right. I know, obviously. Nicole <laughs> said. Nicole, Nicole totally has implants. Oh, yeah. gosh. I can never tell. They're just like way too cute and like perky and happy for those to be real. That's all I'm saying. Nicole's. Nicole's, yeah. Yeah. But maybe it's only because she's had one kid. I know she's got another one on the way. She, so maybe the demise is coming. 
but her body is like banging. She, yeah. She's just this perfect looking. Like you cannot have it all like that. You just can't. I refuse to accept that. I know. For me to exist as like a person that's not going to kill themselves, like I need to believe that <laughs> she's that not there's... that perfect. <laughs> no, I mean, she's had shitty stuff with her family. Like her dad, that situation was bad. I mean, I'd take it. I still switch places <laughs> with her. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, I think there's something up with her husband. I think that's got to come crumbling down a bit. I mean, the way that they show everything that they have and the excess. And he's like an ambulance. He's still Joe Judas, though. I No. They keep like, with the real estate, they keep upgrading more and more. And that be like sweet James. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think he's like a crook. I think he likes to toe the line, but I don't think he's a thief. And I don't think he would embezzle. I don't think he's like Hmm. that stupid. I mean, in my humble opinion, <laughs> you'd never know. That's what People we've learned from these characters. They're crooks everywhere. That's true. <laughs> That's so true. What did you guys think of Gertie's pink top that had like the hands on her boobs? That was funny. I didn't really think about it at all. It wasn't my <laughs> favorite look. But it was yeah. funny. This- same designer that Beyonce has used, I'm guessing, because Beyonce's had similar looks, but... Scaparelli, possibly? It could be. I just, I don't know. It was okay, but it's not like, oh, wear this yeah, again. I I think it's funny. It's not cute. For some reason, it's like there's something a little vulgar about it that I feel like weird and... Yeah. I feel like weird and like Catholic guilty about it, even though I'm not Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> It's just something a little like something makes me clench up a little when I see that. I'm like, no, get your hands off her boobs. <laughs> yeah, it's like so icky. You now have Catholic guilt. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's like reminds me of someone being groped, I guess. St. Guadalupe or whatever. Oh, she's oh my God. Yeah. Imagine if you. she wore that there. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to put on Ross's polo. I Well, Larsa basically wore like a like a bolero type situation you're not gonna work bolero into this episode (laughs) but she did it was like a bit bolero kind of situation and i was just sitting there laughing myself like why are these constantly a thing yeah it's ridiculous and then we just end with kiki versus lisa which i liked with lisa was like wiping her face just the diamonds on her right hand alone oh i just I wanted to take them off. I and didn't just even didn't even notice. Smack her with them. Are they just on rings? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Giant, beautiful. I get she doesn't want to like let all of that go, but come on. Yeah, she's just not. Uh, she. I don't think she'll get to the place where she can live without those kind of things. Right, but I just hate to see her like screwing up the next opportunity. Like I, she can still have all that. Just, I totally forgot that they had a med spa. I know. Did didn't she say last week or like the week before that she's gonna keep getting Botox from Lenny? I guess is she out of her mind? Right. I feel like he's gonna like sabotage her face. There, she's gonna die. There's something's gonna happen. This is gonna end up on Dateline. He's get somehow she's gonna get injected with something. Is gonna trace back to his ass, and we're gonna be watching this on ABC. What's that show like, Doctor Death? Oh, I haven't seen that yet. I keep getting fed ads for it. I think it's on Netflix with Mandy Moore randomly. Oh, and I think it is about a plastic know. surgeon. Oh, did you guys watch Nip Tuck? 
Yes. I never did. I never oh, did either. It was so good. Yeah. <laughs> My mom even watched Nip Tuck. It was sexy, wasn't it? Like those doctors were sexy. Oh yeah, like they were hot. The one the one was hotter than the other, but they were hot. Right. Like <laughs> But I mean that's all I ever watch for anything other than housewives. I'm just here for the hot men. <laughs> right. NFL hot men or nothing. Hey, Matthew McConaughey's on their first season of True Detective. So <gasps> Oh, then I have to watch. Yep. You're what welcome. Was- now now I'll watch. The second season was about them catching the child predators, right? Uh no, that was kind of like their first season. Do not watch the second season. I'm See, really I watched the it. second I season even... and not the first season. Well, that's probably why you haven't seen any of the other seasons. Everybody <laughs> hates that season. I liked the second season. No, it was everybody says that season sucks. Really? Watch the other season. I'm thinking of yeah. something else. There's another show, like a detective y show. <laughs> There's like a thousand to Law and Order. Shows. There's like a million seasons of that. <laughs> I don't watch I Law don't watch and Order. That. I will give them this, though. There's 30 minutes of law and then there's 30 minutes of order that's i so appreciate true. that yeah it's like this skill that's like their little you know symbol or whatever they keep that shit balanced i like it i've never been into law and order any of those what no sorry you've never done like like a hangover like sunday just watching law and order on tnt for like i am bravo loyal eight hours i am so bravo loyal unless like I do okay that I watched that show last night, um, American Nightmare. That I had to binge. It was only three episodes. But like that will have you thinking one way and then your thinking is changed by the end of the series. So definitely recommend it. It's on Netflix. Okay. I haven't even heard of that, but I'll check I it out. I think it's fairly very new. I hate when I can predict something, so I like that. Oh yeah. No, I like was thinking one way and you're totally yeah, you're going to be on the other side. It's quite strange. Ooh. Awesome. Well, TTYL, I'm going to go watch American Nightmare. <laughs> yeah. so good. Sounds good. Yeah. Anything else we have to discuss? I don't think. Oh, one last thing. My like two pieces of gossip. One, Pablo Escobar apparently has like cocaine hippos running around and now they're like multiplying. I don't know what that means. Like, it's a real thing, guys. I love that this is like gossip, like Pablo Escobar. (laughs) It's a fucking problem. Hippos are crazy. Alex, do you know anything about this? They're terrifying enough. What what do you mean, though? Hippos? Those are only in Africa, right? No, No, you can get like a hippo. Pablo Escobar's hippos. Hippos are everywhere, apparently. And now they're on cocaine. Wait, they're not in North America. Hippos are not in North America. Is there one in a zoo? That's, I mean, technicalities will work here. <laughs> yeah, but like, we're not talking about I mean, in zoos. I mean, that's what it would be if it was like Pablo Escobar's. It would be. I don't know what the story is, though. Well, how are they hooked on cocaine? I don't. I feel like Pablo Escobar just like feeds hippos cocaine. I what? probably should have like what looked are we this morning. talking about here? It's a legit headline. It's a legit Thank thing. You. Pablo Escobar cocaine hippos they won't stop multiplying i'm confused colombia wants wants to move dozens of them out of the country they're trying to transfer at least 70 hippos that live near his former ranch to india and mexico as part of a plan to control their population huh 
So they're just going to let these hippos on cocaine run amok in India to control their population? That's fucking I mean, terrible. they won't stop having fun with each other. Well, they're all high. And now we've got a situation. I mean, well, bless them, you know. <laughs> Let them have their fun, I guess. <laughs> I'm confused because they're only in Africa, but Pablo's estate is in South America. I'm looking it up right now. <laughs> Unless he imported them in. He can literally get whatever he wants. I mean, he is dead. So what does that mean? Are they on cocaine or do they just like transport his cocaine? I mean, he probably has like leftover cocaine at his residence. They're probably all eating it is how I took it. I was just mad I missed out on the hippo party. <laughs> this is not the turn that I thought we were taking on. You were on fucking Maybe they're eating drugs. Uh, they're actually, I do know that they are like the most dangerous animal in Africa. Yeah, those uh, yeah. mean. They're no joke. They are no joke. I don't know how these ones are on co- cocaine, but, well, probably because they're near his house. But yeah, they're- What, the- where, what headline, where are you reading that headline? CBS News. People. They saw it on page six, people. too. People. CBS people. Hey, it cannot, people on the ground. It has <laughs> to go through people to be legit. That's who everyone sells their stories to. Smithsonian Magazine has one. When you're looking a hippo in its eyes and it's coming for you, don't say I didn't warn you. <laughs> and don't come for me. Removing 70 of his hippos is going to cost Columbia $3.5 million. Okay, so these are personal hippos. I was going to say, why don't they just like shoot them? But I don't know. Maybe that's not the right thing to say. Do they become the countries? Are they in probate? Are they probate hippos? Do they have to go to rehab? I mean, like what happens? They probably need to be dried out for quite a while. Okay, I have oh, some actual okay, Bravo gossip. I know. I was like, where we've we've gone on like the tangent of all tangents. He brought the hippos to his estate in the 1980s. That's how this all started. Seems like. Wait, what? He it got seems hippos. Like in the he 80s? bought four hippos, and now it's turned into like oh, 170. They've all multiplied. Okay. So are they on cocaine or are they not on cocaine? Oh my God. That I don't understand, but I secretly am just saying that they, I, my own hypothesis is that they're eating cocaine currently. Mm. The hippopotamus hypothesis. That's the name oh of the episode. <laughs> hippopotamus hypothesis. <laughs> Nobody wants Pablo Escobar's hippopotamus for Christmas this year. Yep. I love that song. Okay, so there's a for real Bravo gossip. Apparently, Teddy has like Teddy Mellencamp has some kind of like recurrent melanoma, and she just—I <laughs> don't know what she's going through. Okay, I feel like Gertie's going through a rougher time. Mm-hmm. But Teddy has asked. Apparently, this was like a headline. She's asked for two other housewives to help her husband. What's his name? Eddie or Eddie. something? Uh, oh, that's camera. Uh, Is it Eddie or Ed? Not- Ed Edwin. Edwin, Edwin. Edwin. Happy birthday, by the way, Alex. <gasps> Happy guys. birthday. It's midnight. Ah, you guys are so nice. <laughs> Ooh, I'm raising the roof. Ooh, I have another uh, gossip. I feel like head. another gossip item when we're done with Teddy. And Edwin. Oh, my God. Let's just be done with her. She's trying to find a replacement wife for Edwin, I guess. Which is just idiotic. She just wants attention. Yeah, I'm so over her. I need her banned from all the magazines. I need her banned from ever getting any PR in (laughs) any type of way because we don't care. I need her banned from having cellular service. 
Just take it all away <laughs> <Yeah>. from her. <laughs> Just need a blackout on her. Like, what gives her the right to think that we care about her life? Like, just because your dad had a few hits, fuck off. <laughs> Did I ask how y'all feel? Do you think that they'll bring back Phaedra now that Candy's gone? I've heard they're bringing back Yeah, Yumi. I feel like they could bring her back now that Candy's gone. Because Candy was kind of like waiting for the contract that they have been delayed on signing. I think just because of this producer getting fired and also the season being such a stinker. But yeah, I think they definitely could move over Phaedra from Married to Medicine. Right. And now everyone loves her right now. Because Married to Medicine, she didn't really do much this season. So I'd like to see that. It's also her rookie season on Married to Medicine. So you got to take that with for what it's worth. She also popped up on Dubai. What's your... I don't care. Okay, what's your gossip? <laughs> oh, I was just going to ask about Atlanta. Uh, that's it. I thought you had <laughs> something <it>? good. <laughs> I mean, we can discuss Kim and Croy if, if we need things to discuss, but that's a lowbrow. <laughs> I know. How tragic. How dreadful. How dreadful. <laughs> there is a random, not gossip, this is like an actual thing that's happening, but Hannah Burner got a Netflix special. Did you guys see that? I heard. Ugh. It's not out though, right? Right. Who's she going to steal all the jokes from? <laughs> They're not going to be hers. Is that what she does? She's like, Leaned into into comedy, which I mean, and also Giggly Squad is successful. So I feel like she's kind of people think of her as coming out of uh, from reality TV. Like she really took a fall from when she was kicked off the show to now. Then she married that guy, that creep, Dax, right? Dax, Dax? Dax. no, Dexter, because he's gonna kill somebody. Dax. His name was Dex. Not Dex. I don't know his name. That sounds close enough to something. No, it's Dez. 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 She was, Dez. So, Dez. She was so there. <laughs> I, I was like, Dex was very yeah, different. Was only like one Dez. letter off. <laughs> we are petty here. We're not going to get your name right if we don't like you. Dex. Dex is like Dex. Anna Maria. Anna Maria, we're coming for you still. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies. Well, happy birthday, Alex. Happy, Thank happy you. birthday. Oh my God. We love you long time. Love you, long, love you time. long time. <laughs> All right. Well, we will catch you guys next week with a fresh slate of shows. Oh so we will catch you on the flip side. Stay fun, y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.